0: Joe Biden wants to lower the deficit. He should. It's at $30 trillion. Does that mean he's going to make the government spend more responsibly? Of course not. There was some awesome testimony in Congress yesterday, and Dr. Fauci should be a bit bit concerned. And California continues to be a crap hole state. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, 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 this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talk and Politics. All right, so let's get to it. Let's get straight to the news. If you didn't think this country could get screwed up any more than it is, I got some bad news for you. Joe Biden is running it, and he has just released his budget for uh, this year: five point eight trillion. Remember in the Green New Deal, the Green New Deal said that in order, and this was at a time where we were spending maybe a trillion dollars a year, it said that we were we would have to spend 10 trillion dollars a year in order to reach the Green New Deal. Well, we're at 5.8 trillion now. You see a problem there? But Joe Biden is getting nervous about the debt, but that doesn't mean he wants to spend responsibly. He wants to continue spending, but he wants to cut the deficit down. So Joe Biden is getting nervous, and so he's decided, what's the best way to reduce the debt? Now, mind you, he's been saying he's been reducing the debt since he got in office. He hasn't reduced the debt at all. It's gone straight up. We spent $7 trillion last year. We're, We're not in great shape. Okay, so what he's decided to do, let's raise taxes, because that's always the way to do it. So what he wants to do, he wants uh, tax hikes on billionaires, investors, those making above $400,000. Those aren't billionaires, by the way. Uh, He wants to to raise a 25% minimum tax on billionaires. So right off the bat. Someone like Elon Musk is going to have to take quarter. And by the way, that's on top of the taxes that he already pays. So he'd be paying 50, 60% taxes, something like that. He wants to double capital gains from 20% to 40%, 39.6% specifically. I mean, this guy just wants to take all your money. I mean, we're already overtaxed as it is. We have to pay taxes when we get our checks. Then we have to pay taxes at the end of the year, which is taxes taxing us again. Then we have to pay taxes when we go shopping. We spend our money to buy a car. We've got to pay taxes on the car. We gotta pay taxes when we buy food. We've gotta pay, we're paying taxes everywhere. All this stuff just has to end. So that's what he wants to do. <coughs> so he wants to capital gains tax 40%. So if you make profit, you can't keep in the bank. You got you got to reinvest it. He wants to push up the top rate top tax rate for Americans earning $400,000 from 37% to 40%. That means Americans, if you're living in California, you also pay about 19% in California. So you 59% of your income would be going to the government. And you don't get to declare any of that money to the federal government. So it's not like the federal government is going to take a cut. They're not. You're not going to get a tax cut. The pre- President Trump's tax cuts will be done. Um, rich investors making more than a million dollars would see their tax go from 20% to 40%. By the corporate tax rate would go from 21 to 28%. And what he's saying is that over 10 years it'll cut the deficit by three trillion dollars. I don't know how all of that would come out to about two trillion. So I'm not sure where he even comes uh, comes out with that number. I mean, these are just absolutely asinine moves. We have high inflation, high energy prices, high interest rates. We're almost insured we're assured we're already in stagnation. But we're almost assured to be in a recession. And then he decides to raise taxes on the people that are actually employing people. This is brilliant stuff. Ayn Rand wrote about this in... in um, It was a terrible book, but Ayn Rand wrote about this in Atlas Shrugged, where the rich were demonized and the rich were hot-taxed. So basically you have Robin Hood governments like this one that don't do anything, by the way, but spend, spend everyone else's money. They, take, they took money from the rich, and then they just spread around and wasted money. And then you know what happened to the rich people? They left. They left. Half of Facebook's staff, the, when Facebook was uh, actually founded, the, the guys who made the initial investment, they're all out of the country. They live in the Philippines they don't want to live in the United States because they get taxed too much. So this is a good this is a good move. Spend 5.8 trillion and then raise taxes so you can get another 2 trillion and somehow that's going to lower the deficit. It is a, it's not going to pass. None of this the house both the house and the senate said this is this has nowhere to go. It's just a starting point. Well, it's not even much of a starting point. And god, it would have been really great if we could have won the senate and the house. This is why elections matter. In a shocking move, ESPN apologized for Kendrick Perkins' remarks about Nikola Jokic getting the MVP because all the voters were white and Jokic is white. I was amazed. Co-host of the show First Take, Molly Karam, I guess her name's Karam, said on the show yesterday, quote, I want to correct something here from, from yesterday's show. When Kendrick Perkins said 80% of NBA voters for the MVP award are white, the NBA publicly announces the voters each year. And after review, it is clear the panel is much more diverse than what was portrayed by Kendrick Perkins. And we wanted to make sure we corrected that today. Now, I, 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 I hate ESPN. I don't watch ESPN. It's become a political show. But, I mean, this is classy. I like that. I thought they were going to force J.J. Reddick to apologize and then fire him. But then they found out, oh, oh, J.J. Reddick was right. Now, what they need to do is they need Kendrick Perkins to apologize. to He needs to apologize to Jokic, J.J. Reddick, and the NBA. And he needs to apologize to the audience for making a racist comment. Because what he said was racist. And by the way, I'm not saying fire him. Just make him apologize. There's got to be some sort of acknowledgement when someone says something racist that that person has to have some consequences. They won't do it, of course. I'm sure he won't be on the show for a couple of months simply because he's not going to want to show up and have to deal with this. That's the way this works. Finally, in a shocking story, NBA legend from the Seattle Supersonics has been arrested in a drive-by uh, shooting in Tacoma, Washington. Um, Sean Kemp, who used to play powered forward for the Sonics and was a six-time six-time NBA uh, All-Star, was arrested and booked into jail. Uh, apparently, there was an ar- there's not much information on the story yet. Apparently, there was an argument in a parking lot, and Ken and um, ass- the assumption is. Kemp pulled a gun and shot at somebody now nobody was injured nobody went to the hospital the gun was recovered I'm not sure if there were other arrests the police department reported that a 53 year old man was arrested which was Sean Kemp and he seems to be the only arrest in this this deal but God how you fall from grace so quickly as this guy did all right, that's our news. Now, yesterday in Congress, the Republicans are actually doing a pretty good job undermining Dr. Fauci and undermining Joe Biden. And yesterday they had two um, they had two committees going, and one of them was the gain of function research that may have been sponsored at the Wuhan Institute in. China. And whether that virus it, it's almost assured that this virus came from that Wuhan Han Institute, now the question is, did we fund it and did Tony Fauci know about it? Well, apparently he did. Here's Dr. Robert Redfield. Now, this is not a Mickey Mouse guy. This guy was the head of the CDC. He was the director of the CDC and he had just some explosive testimony and of course you're not going to hear much about it because you can't we can't talk about it but it's going to be really hard to ignore this listen to what he said he's being interviewed by um oh i'm not even going to be an attempt to pronounce his name but uh, a gal over in the congress so let's listen to what he said. Dr. Fauci was affirmatively told in an email that uh, NIAID had a monetary relationship with the Wuhan uh, Institute through uh, EcoHealth Alliance. He, he was told this in January 27th of 2020. Do you think that Dr. Fauci intentionally lied under oath to Senator Paul when he vehemently denied NIH's funding of gain-of-function research? I think there's no doubt that NIH was funding gain-of-function research. Is it likely that American tax dollars funded the gain-of-function research that created this virus? I think it did, not only from NIH, but from the State Department, USAID, and from DOD. I'm out of time. Thank you very much. What an incredible admission. Now, he didn't go so far as to say, yeah, Fauci lied, but if he's saying the State Department and the NIH were dealing with the Wuhan Institute— and Fauci goes up there and says it never happened. Yeah, Fauci was lying. And by the way, we already know he's lying. We know he's lying because he's there are a ton of emails that are all public record that say he knew about it. And he was actually trying to put it down. Because the NIH had been giving him money. Absolutely incredible. I, and this stuff's not going to go away. I mean, we are two months into the new session and these bombs are dropping left and right. Another uh, piece of testimony, which was just, I mean, this is just terrible testimony, is about the Afghanistan pullout. And I, I am absolutely amazed that how quickly we forget about this stuff. This only happened about a year and a half ago. Now, this guy, it was Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews. He was at the air base in Afghanistan while they were trying to pull out and during the, that, uh, that terrorist attack, suicide bombing terrorist attack that killed 13 soldiers. He was injured quite heavily too. This guy has lost his arm. He lost a ton of his internal organs. He's gone through something like 400 surgeries since it happened because they're just trying to keep this guy Frankenstein. you know he, they're trying to keep him together. and he made some testimony that really shows how the Biden administration just didn't care. So let's let's listen to his testimony. It's a little longer, but if I could have I would have put the entire five minutes up there. It was that good. So let's listen.
1: I requested engagement authority while my team leader was ready on the M110 semi-automatic sniper system. The response, leadership did not have the engagement authority for us, do not engage. I requested for the battalion commander, Lieutenant Colonel Brad Whited, to come to the tower to see what we did. While we waited for him, psychological operations individuals came to our tower immediately and confirmed the suspect met the suicide bomber description. He eventually arrived and we showed him our evidence, the photos we had of the two men, We reassured him of the ease of fire on the suicide bomber. Pointedly, we asked him for engagement, authority, and permission. We asked him if we could shoot. Our battalion commander said, and I quote, I don't know, end quote. Myself and my team leader asked very harshly, well, who does? Because this is your responsibility, sir. He again replied, he did not know, but would find out. We received no update and never got our answer. Eventually, the individual disappeared. To this day, we believe he was a suicide bomber. We made everyone on the ground aware Operations had briefly halted, but then started again. Plain and simple, we were ignored. Our expertise was disregarded. No one was held accountable for our safety. (coughs) About 1730, Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, friend and mentor, (coughs) came to get me from the tower to go help find an Afghan interpreter in the crowd. We found the interpreter and his brother, born with American passports. They told us, five, told us of five family members still in the canal. I stayed there waiting for the family members standing against a two-foot canal wall. 10 minutes passed. <clears throat> then a flash <clears throat> and a massive wave of pressure. I'm thrown 12 feet onto the ground, but instantly knew what had happened. I opened my eyes to Marines dead or unconscious lying around me.
0: we can never forget what happened when Biden pulled out so so sloppily pulled out of Afghanistan. We can't forget the people who died. We can't forget the people that are dying now. American citizens, American citizens, American allies are being hunted by the Taliban now. And we can't forget that Joe Biden not only did this half-assed he did it against his advice of his uh, cabinet, but he didn't give a damn, and he didn't learn anything. What this guy basically basically testified to was, we wrote these reports, we were debriefed, and no one read the reports. Lessons learned is something you do when, when you go through something like this. There was no lessons learned here. These guys didn't learn a bloody thing. They just didn't care. And of course, the media never talks about it. Fox News barely talks about it. But it's still there. The damage is not over. It is done. And then, of course, we leave, I think it's something like $7 billion in weapons for these people. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Just a heartbreaking testimony. Okay, now let's get into some California news. Um, Democrats continue to screw this state into the ground and then try and tell you everything is awesome. Gavin Newsom has decided that it is very important to go after Walgreens. Why, you ask? Because they will not sell over the counter abortion pills. Now, that's not the entire story. That's what he's saying, why he's going at it. Walgreens will not sell the over the counter abortion pills in 20 states, specifically the states that have banned abortion. Mind you, they are not stopping to sell the baby killing pills in California over the counter, just in the states where they don't allow, I guess they're supposed to ignore the laws. So Newsom decided he's not going to do business with Walgreens. He just canceled $54 million a $54 million contract with Walgreens. Now, not only is crime a good reason for Walgreens to want to leave the state, now they've got more, they've got more incentive to leave the state. Don't forget, Walgreens is closing in Los Angeles. They're closing places in San Francisco because of the crime problem. So they're closing left and right stores in California already. And now, California, oh, we're just not going to deal with you. Now, why is he doing this? Why is he doing this? He's doing this because he's trying to make a state issue into a national issue. He's trying, he wants to run for president. Either that, or he wants to be selected as vice president if uh, Kamala Harris doesn't turn out to... Uh, doesn't uh, end up being vice president on the next election. There's a very good chance uh, Kamala Harris will not be vice president on the second term. She's that unpopular. Heck, she makes Joe Biden look real popular, and he's not. He's 14 points underwater as far as uh, polls go. So, And then Pete Buttigieg, he's a disaster. He's not going to be vice president. His political career after this... After this administration is out, his political career is basically over. So this is all for attention. He's just trying to get attention, and he'll he'll screw businesses in order to get it. So it's really stupid. It's a really stupid move. But uh, in a further attempt to make California the most miserable state in the country, they they continue. The government just continues to take away anything any type of comfort any little enjoyment that people may have now last year they banned or this year it was actually beginning of this year they banned a flavored tobacco they banned the little cups that hold creamers so that you can just carry your creamers around they're banning anything that isn't a a convenience they're still working to ban gas stoves that hasn't gone away by the way. That has not gone away. Now what they want to do is not just ban flavored tobacco. They want to ban all tobacco. So according to CBS Sacramento, some California lawmakers want to eventually ban all tobacco sales in this nation's most populous state, filing legislation to make it illegal to sell cigarettes and other products to anyone born after January 1st, 2007. (coughs) If signed into law, it would mean by by 2073, people wanting to buy cigarettes would have to show ID to prove they are at least 67 years old. So they're not doing tobacco by age. They're doing tobacco. They're doing the ID by date. So if I'm 66 years old, I cannot buy tobacco. It's illegal in the state. Continuing, quote, we can ensure that the next generation of children in California do not become addicted to smoking, said Assemblymember Damon Connolly, a Democrat from San Rafael and author of the bill. Okay, so let me see if I get this straight because I'm missing something. (coughs) We have legalized pot, which, by the way, I know this is a controversial statement. I don't know why. There's enough proof of it. Pot is worse than cigarettes, Period. It is worse. Pot can cause psychosis. Pot burns hotter, so it burns the lungs. Causes more emphysema. And it is a mind-altering drug. So we've legalized pot in this country. We've practically legalized heroin, meth, and fentanyl. In California, specifically Los Angeles and San Francisco, they have open drug markets. People who want to shoot up can just go to one of these drug ma- markets illegally buy it shoot it up right then and there and the police won't do anything about it i mean they will not show they know where it is places like los angeles and uh, los angeles and san francisco actually give away drug paraphernalia so that you're not sharing needles police are required to to carry Naxanone, which is the drug that Will bring somebody out of ODing on fentanyl or meth, but they don't. They won't arrest them. So we want to legalize all of this. This stuff's okay, but cigarettes? We can't have cigarettes. I can't have chewing tobacco. I can't smoke a pipe or a cigar. No, I will be able to. I was born way before two thousand seven. But why is are they doing this? They're not protecting the health of the people or the health of the children. By allowing pot, by allowing um, uh, open-air drug markets, you're not protecting the health of anybody. That's just a lie. Well, it's simply control. That's what it is. Cigarettes, it doesn't do anything for you, so therefore you can't have it. By the way, why aren't they going after alcohol and pot and heroin, and meth, and fentanyl. Why aren't they going after those drugs? I mean, they really seem hot and bothered by cigarettes. Well, it's simple. They want the people stupid. It's easier to control them. If you're high on pot, you're easier to control. I mean, this is, by the way, that's not even a a bizarre thing. A bizarre idea. I mean, lots of countries do this. Russia used to give out uh, vodka. That's why the alcohol rate, in or Soviet Union, that's why the alcohol rate is so high over there. They used to give that stuff out. If you read Brave New World, how do they keep the people happy? They keep them high. They give them drugs. They have to take drugs at the end of the day so that they're high and they don't realize how miserable they are. This is a very common thing. Oh Well, I think California probably won't pass that. California has a 67% tax on cigarettes. So every pack of cigarettes, you're paying over twice. Uh, oh, half the amount goes to tax. Over half the amount goes to taxes. A pack of cigarettes in California is $10. The cigarette is worth maybe $3. So I don't think they'll do it just because of that. Um. Yeah, that's, that's California. We'll have to see what's going on here. So, in more, more news, the next story, is we keep hearing about this toxic masculinity, the patriarchy, misogyny. We keep hearing how men are bad, especially white men. So, men have gotten smarter. We just decided to become scream that we are vic- become women scream that we are victims now and do wi- do the stuff women do luckily a lot of the things we do in their realm we do better than them we run faster we swim faster we hit harder right because don't forget wait i'm sorry it's just a, an honest scientific biological fact men are bigger and men are stronger period but apparently it's more than that. Men who wear dresses are awesome. And they're being acknowledged even if you're a white man. If you as long as you wear a dress, you're awesome. Here are a couple of stories that prove that. So yesterday was International Women's Day. During Women's History Month. My gosh, it's every every minority and women are not a minority in this country. Every every minority's got to have their month. Last month it was black it was black uh Black um, History Month next month. I don't know. It'll be uh, it'll be the Spotted Owl Month or some crap. Who knows? The Biden administration decided to give out an award called the International Women of Courage. Dr. Jill Biden handed out the award with Anthony Blinken, um, the Secretary of State. Well, here is one of the four award winners, Alba Rueda receiving the International Women of, uh, of Courage Award. Let's listen to it. Let's listen about her, her, what she's done to deserve this.
1: In Argentina, Alba
0: Ruada is a transgender woman who was kicked out of classrooms, barred for sitting for exams, refused job opportunities, subjected to violence and rejected by her family. But in the face of these challenges, she worked to end violence and discrimination against the LGBTQI plus community in Argentina. Oh, I misgendered her. I called her a she. It's a he. That's right. One of the four chicks that has won this award is a dude. Nothing says woman like a man dressed like a broad who need, and looking at him, he definitely needs some fashion sense because he looked ridiculously like a man. You should also watch the video. Anthony Blinken had to kiss this guy and looked sick to his stomach. He looked like he was, oh, do I really have to do this? That's because this dude looks like a dude and he didn't want to kiss a dude. According to Fox News, they give a little bit of of information about this guy. Oh God, this is funny. Okay, so this is what Fox News said. Rueda currently serves as Argentina's Special Envoy for Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, International Trade, and Worship. The State Department said Rueda had actively campaigned to change the name of the National Women's Conference to the, oh boy, here we go, Plur... Plurinational Conference of Women and Lesbian, Crossdresser, Transgender, Bisexual, Intersex, and Nine Binary Persons. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Na- no, let's just call it National Women's Conference. We don't want to call it the Plurinational Conference of Women and Lesbian, Crossdresser, Transgender, Bisexual, Intersex, and Nine Binary Persons. Now, I got to tell you something. Is it, does it look like they're trying to just get rid of women altogether? And I know you know the answer to that because we talk about it all the time. But I mean, this is an outright women, the best women are men. This is outright, they're outright say, saying it. Hey, but here's Here is another story. If you can't get rid of women, if you can't get rid of women by saying they're not women, let's get rid of women by men out competing women. This is a story that annoys the crap out of me. So, according to the Daily Wire, a Minnesota state court ruled the organization, which is the powerlifting organization. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't put it in the first paragraph. Uh, must revise its policy within two weeks and allow trans-identifying men to compete in the women's category. Per Fox News, they are being called to quote cease and desist from all unfair and discriminatory practices, end quote, which in this case means limiting exclu- inclusion based on gender identity. Now, the Powerlifting Association, which sponsors all the tournaments, they actually have a rule that says you cannot be a, a man competing in, a, in the women's powerlifting sport. And they did that for a reason. Now, other countries, like Australia... And the international uh, the International Olympic Co- Committee they still do allow women the men to compete okay you remember that big guy competed against the women in China during the uh, during the Olympics but the United States hadn't allowed that yet okay continuing quote the harm in making a person pretend to be different something different the implicit message being, that who they are is less than, end quote. The ruling says in part, quote, that is the very essence of separation and segregation, and it is what the Minnesota Human Rights Act prohibits, end quote. Nope, I don't think that's what it prohibited. I think it prohibited discrimination based on race and religion. Had nothing to do with men, dudes who said they were women, The original complaint was was filed in 2019 by J.C. Cooper, a trans-identifying man who accused the organization of violating the state's Human Rights Act by barring men from female competitions. Cooper filed a lawsuit against USA powerlifting in state court in 2021. The publication noted, quote, I was fed up with the way that I was being treated. I was fed up with the way that my community was being treated. And enough was enough, Cooper told Care TV. Okay, some things about this guy. He's over six feet tall. He weighs over 250 pounds. He looks like a dude. All This guy could not compete with dudes. He did powerlifting when he was younger, when he was a dude. And he couldn't compete. As a matter of fact, his coach says, not a very good powerlifter. But at least if he's competing against women... He has a chance. Eventually. that And that's what's going to end up happening. These people are just going to take over women's sports. When a man can't compete. They'll just go over to the women's sport. Declare themselves a woman. If they're into that. I, I'm not. But it, they'll declare themselves a woman. And start winning. Because that's what these people do. Now I was watching a video. Because I wanted to hear what this guy had to say. By the way. He looks like a guy he sounds like a guy he walks like a guy he's the size of a guy i mean he's a guy but i was watching vice uh him being interviewed and he said that uh you know the testosterone thing there's no evidence that testosterone does anything after you start using uh, suppression drugs well the question is there's no science to it well Here's the thing. If I'm a man and I take testosterone, that's illegal. If you take drugs to become a woman, why isn't that illegal? I mean, you're using hormones. It's just absolutely incredible. And by the way, there is proof that testosterone doesn't quite leave you. It's the proof is you look like a man, you sound like a man. Your voice is lower than mine. Hey, I got news for you. The, the estrogen you're taking or the testosterone suppression drugs, it ain't working. You still look like a man. You're built like a man. Absolutely incredible. But that's the world we're living in. We are not a serious country. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm probably going to do a podcast. I know tomorrow's Friday and I usually don't do them. But uh, it's tomorrow's being Friday means there's always something special. Though, to be honest with you, I think what's going to end up happening is Joe Biden is just going to take off to Delaware at noon and take another vacation. Hope you guys have a great day. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.